Hello, podcast listeners. You've reached This Marketing Life, and I'm your host, Fiona McEachran. This Marketing Life is the podcast that discusses the real-world challenges and opportunities facing today's marketing manager. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on iTunes and visit thismarketinglife.com to subscribe to future episodes and cool marketing management goodies. And if you have any questions about marketing management, please contact me. As part of the 2020 crisis series of This Marketing Life, I am chatting with Sharon Zevepool, the founder and director of highly regarded boutique PR and communications agency, Agent 99. Sharon runs a full-service award-winning agency in Surrey Hill, Sydney, specializing in launching brands in the food, beverage, and lifestyle spaces, as well as raising the profiles of corporate clients, thought leaders, and authors. She has worked all over the world on brands including Warner Brothers and Starbucks, and her agency was also crowned the state and national winner of the 2019 Priya Golden Target Awards for Best Small Agency of the Year. Today, though, we are chatting about PR in a time of lockdown and crisis. Welcome to the show, Sharon. Thanks so much, Fiona. Uh, thanks for having me. No, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled that you've uh, come on to chat. I mean, this time is unique in our entire lifetimes. We've never seen a pandemic or lockdown like this. Our parents haven't. No one has. No, and it depends on which day you, you actually get me. And I, I sometimes think we're very lucky. We're very fortunate to, to experience something that's just so, so unique um, and really see what we're all made of. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you're looking on the bright side because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really hard. I mean, I've been trying, keeping in touch with my friends and, and every and my family. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been ups and downs and it's, it's always hard just to come right back around on the bright side. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I get it. You know, I think that it just depends on your, your situation. Um, I think some people have been impacted, you know, really severely lost their jobs, etc. And that, that's really tough. You know, that's the, to look on the bright side. Um, but, you know, uh, I think that, that you have to always and you have to understand that this is temporary. It's not forever. Uh, and, that's uh, what yeah. we keep telling ourselves. But, exactly. Uh, but yeah, business, especially small business, has taken a massive hit. I mean, how is how are you going? How is your agency going? You know what? Um, I have to admit, when it first happened, I don't know about two months or six to two six weeks, two months ago, um, I was in a complete state of shock. It was literally I remember that week of March ninth. I started getting all of these calls. I could see that the tide was changing, but I don't think that I understood the magnitude yet. Um, but all of these clients started calling and saying... It came um, in like a tsunami, right? Like a tsunami. It was literally, um, it was a good day if we, was, if we weren't losing a client or a client wasn't putting their, their remit on hold or postponing. or It was, it was literally a shock to the system I'd never gone through. And, you know, if we part ways with a client, um, you know, that, that's not a good feeling under normal circumstances. And I'm the, kind of, I'm the kind of person that really literally loses sleep because, I, you know, I, I, I take things very personally. Um, and so you can imagine that week when things were happening and it had nothing to do with us. And yet I, literally, I couldn't sleep at night. It was, it was terrible. It was a really hard time. But I have to say, um, 
it was because of that that we, we really, you know, we got into absolute pivot mode. I, I hate that word now because I've been saying it over and over, um, you know, <laughs> for weeks yes. now. But we we got into that mode and we became so agile and just really started changing things for our clients. And we came out okay, you know. Um, a lot of clients stayed on board and we've gone ahead and really helped them to pivot and we're doing a lot of new things for them. So it's really cool. So look, I mean, we certainly took a hit at the start and by that I mean a lot of our clients are event-based um, and so yeah. we, you know, they've just moved their event to either the end of this year or beginning of next year and therefore that revenue just gets moved so it's not like we've lost it completely it just gets moved it gets um, shuffled exactly exactly right um but you know at the same time new business is really challenging so um you know the the pipeline is is the tough one to fill at the moment but i have to say overall we are faring a lot better than many many other agencies that i know of Wow. Well, I mean, it's like you said, with crisis, there does come opportunity if you have the right attitude, the right mindset, and you can just, you know, think flexibly. Yes, exactly. And you have to. Um, and it's so tough when you're under duress as well to think that way. Of course. Um, <laughs> but And but you turn on the TV and the, the TV doesn't exactly have good news, especially it, for those first couple of weeks. Exactly. Exactly. But as they say, necessity is the mother of all invention. And I you know, I just found myself in this mode where I literally was thinking across 12 different clients of what their challenges are and what are they facing with their own audience and what can we do to help and how can we be useful to them? Um, and I was literally re-strategizing um, with my team, of course, but given, you know, the experience that I have, it was easy, it came easier to me because you know, it's just, it's one of those things that when you've lived through different situations, you, you can, nothing like this, of course, but you know, you, you sure. can, you can change direction really quickly if you have to. Um, and so it, it was grueling. We were working really long hours in those first few weeks just because we just, we were, it was literally a race against the clock to help our clients not lose their audience or not lose sales or not, you know, and Yes. Came down to which industry you were in because some just, you know, the hospitality and the travel just stopped. No just matter, collapsed. It, no matter what you did, no matter how good you were, it had nothing you to do with You can't bring them back. You can't bring them back because there is nothing to bring back. That, that's where legislation and government um, really, you know, has their, puts the boundaries and restrictions and there's just literally nothing you can do. What you can do, though, is is do start thinking about, when they do come back, what does that look like? You know, I mean, clearly, you know, it's, it's about making sure that your business is, is robust enough and, and can weather that storm and then be there at the, at the other end. No, that's true. That's true. I guess uh, from your perspective and, and being such an expert in PR, the thing is PR is from a marketing perspective is probably the, the part of marketing that is on the front line of any crisis. Mm -hmm. That's right. So normally when any, even if it's just like these micro crises now, everything seems to be a micro crisis uh, after coronavirus. Yeah, that's but, right. <laughs> but if, even when even when just a normal business or a normal industry has a small crisis, I mean, you guys tend to be on the front lines. Yeah. You guys tend to be the people there who are, who are dealing with the comms and getting it out. Um, so I guess that kind of gives you 
that's kind of helpful when when something happens like this because instead of just doubling down on one little crisis in one industry you've now got to effectively use all your knowledge and all your resources from every crisis you've ever seen and helped with and uh, divert that literally to everybody yeah that's exactly right yeah that's right I mean look when you're classically trained in in the skill of PR often you know you do talk about those emergencies and um, you know looking at it from a slightly different perspective of what happens to your plans when you know there's floods or um, there's a war that breaks out because clearly bushfires yeah bushfires you know I mean everything I was going to get onto that shortly but um, (laughs) you read my mind Um, but it's one of those things that you you know you get taught okay we'll have to respond to that etc and then it's just a delay in your plans but no one ever prepares you no single P- of course no not. single PR training course or you know degree or whatever will ever tell you that your your crisis is going to last at least six months to a year. No one true. No well, one it will now. Now exactly. So no one really preps you for that. Um, however, you'll just find that in PR, it it does attract a certain type of personality. Um, you know, people that are quite positive, quite creative, quite, quite agile. And all of those skills, as you said, are really, really critical for um, dealing with, with a crisis situation. And I, think, and I think what I've seen, which is really important, I think that's across the board. And I think, you know, in a crisis, PR and, you know, the marketing arm and the marketing team need to stay calm it's so important that they they stay calm you have to you know as as hard as that might be keeps that rational thinking right it really does it does and and calm leadership particularly is so important and i can't say i was like that i've learned so much through this in a first you know week or two my poor poor team honestly i mean i think they were seeing me at my worst and and we're all we're all human you know and, and that's fine yes. and i learned from that but i think just staying as calm as possible is really, really important. I think, you know, and this is across the board for people, for brands, being really honest and transparent. Um, we don't have all the answers, but it's, it's you know, don't go to ground and not say anything. Sure, sure. No, 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 no. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to brands in a little yeah. bit, but I just want to back up for a minute and just say, you know, from, um, from your point of view, what do you think this this crisis entirety has affected the PR industry in general? I mean, how, how do you think, do you think, because you said, you know, you feel like you've fared better than most. I mean, what do you think is actually happening out there in the PR industry now? Look, I don't think any agencies or any PR teams are immune to this. Um, I think everyone's taken some kind of a hit whether it's a small agency or a large agency. I was speaking to a, you know, a, a, a head of an agency just yesterday, one of the global agencies, and, I mean, you wow. know, they're, they're, you know they're, there's struggles there for sure. There's no question. I think that it's come down to which area and how diversified, I suppose, your portfolio is. Okay. You know, if, if you've got brands that are or, you, you know, you're, you've got an agency that only supports brands in travel or in, in, in hospitality, you're in a lot of trouble, you know. You, you're, you're, you've got to pivot. You've got to pivot. <laughs> you're going to be struggling for sure. Um, for us, we've got quite a diversified portfolio of brands. We do specialise in a couple of areas, but certainly um, 
that diversity has allowed us to keep going because not all of our clients have been as, um, I suppose, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just exposed, I guess. Not, not as exposed, oh, you true. know. Um, and so, therefore, they can continue and we can continue. But I think there's, the PR industry on the whole has definitely taken a hit because at the moment, you know, our bread and butter in many ways is media, media cut through. And, and to get media cut wow. through is oh my goodness, almost yes. impossible. So your media relations part of the business, um, if that's all you do and you do that for hospitality, for, um, you know. Events, yep that's going to be really, really tough for you. So, again, so it's... Are there some industries, though, that, that are faring yes. well? So if you are in FMCG and you've got, um, you know, the toilet paper... <laughs> yeah, if you're selling way. toilet paper, <laughs> tissues, exactly. if you're selling flour yeah. <laughs> or anything that makes bread. Exactly. So real staples and FMCGs and there's been a halo effect as well. So the brands that aren't necessarily, you know, your sort of day-to-day um staples they've also seen an uplift because spending more time in the store just shopping because they've got nothing else to do so you know so they're picking up more stuff we're not allowed to go anywhere else that's exactly right so so then you're like oh okay i i will try that um you know smoked trout that i've never had before or i you know so there's this real halo effect on on other brands um but the FMCG is, is faring really well, um, you know, cleaning, uh, what else is there? You know, there's, there's a number of software, software is technology, technology is doing exactly, technology is doing brilliant. Yeah, everyone would like to be on Zoom's well, account, I think, at exactly. this point, or Microsoft Although, Teams. Although, to be fair, they've had their fair share of PR problems um, as of late. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So, you know, yeah. so it does... It, yeah, their PR team would be busy. So, um, you know, so I think it is, it, it's really, it, there's two things of how the industry has been affected and that is your skill set. So if you're really yep. reliant on, on media relations, that's going to be really tough um, and the industries that you work in. Uh, so some will be absolutely thriving, you know, and I know some FMCG brands that are just looking for new things to do, looking for um, that kind of building even more momentum. So uh, because they felt that spike and now it's like, oh, what happens? We've got to keep that going. So, um, you know, so, so I think true, the industry true. has, has um, some, some areas have taken a massive hit and then others not so much. They're faring okay. It's just more, it'll be really interesting because there's about, just in Sydney alone, there's about 400 agencies, PR agencies. So it'll be really oh, yeah, wow. a little known fact. Um, and so it'll be really interesting to see how agencies will fare and who will stay and who will go. Because the, the, the barriers yeah. to entry into, into agency land is actually quite low. Um, but equally, uh, it is, it is, uh, sadly. No, you're um, absolutely right. The barrier to a lot of marketing is jobs quite is low, quite low, un- uh, unfortunately. I, but this um, will really test Can you it. use Facebook and do you have a pulse? <laughs> um, yes, you can get a job in marketing. I, so it's all right. I, I, know know about about, I know about the yeah, low right. bar. So obviously it's it's in PR yeah, exactly. as well. And I think that um, this will really clean that out, which I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> Good. <laughs> good no that's that is that is it's going to be interesting to see you know how how what happens to the industry and what it's going to look like in six months yeah and i i think it's the same for all industries it'll be really i think all of that um 
you know, all of the plans that agencies had um, to get into new areas, et cetera, all of that is being accelerated at the moment. So we had a sort of three to five year plan, but we're, we're doing all sorts of things now that we weren't doing two months ago. We're editing videos wow. for our clients. We're doing, we're doing <laughs> Zoom interviews and we're, um, we're, we're creating content. Uh, you know, we're hosting end-to-end webinars. We're doing these things. You've got to move You've where, got where it is, right? Where it is. And that's, that's actually really exciting. And for us, thankfully, we kind of, oh, just by luck, and I've been wanting to do this for a long time, and we had a conversation about that actually, um, I was looking for a um, digital marketing specialist for about a year to join our team. And he just joined. They're not, not, they're not easy, easy to find. he just joined our team Feb 3rd. So the poor man has been on our team for one <laughs> month before this hits. But, you know, it's brilliant because we've got a new skill set that we can offer. Um, yep. And, you know, things yep. like video editing, we weren't doing that as a small agency. So now we are. Um, so it's really cool. It's, 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 um, it's nice that we've diversified, but all of our plans are being accelerated. And I think that any agency um, worth its weight will be pushing go on that right now and, and moving forward a lot yeah. faster to survive this time. Yeah. Um, I, I'd just like to come back around on what you were talking about in terms of the PR skills, because you mentioned, and, and I'd like to, probably just pick your brain a little bit about the process because mm-hmm. obviously you had to do crisis management for mm-hmm. all of your clients mm-hmm. when this happened and you mentioned the first step in that process was kind of like just being mm-hmm. calm mm-hmm. <laughs> and just taking a step back and not acting too quickly I mean just just walk me through it I mean how what are those steps I mean what are those skills and what are those steps for when you have a crisis Look, like this? I think there's a level of EQ that's really important in this. I think this is where the real robot versus human side of things come out. You know, I think just... AI is not going to take over PR no, just yet? No, it's not happening anytime soon. Um, <laughs> and I think that just understanding that, you know, there, there were some of my clients who I couldn't get a hold of for two days. They were in such a state of shock. I had a couple of them that their entire pipeline of work was cancelled for the year. So, you know, wow. you can imagine how that feels. And we were in, we were midway through their campaign. In that human conversation and just picking up the phone and saying, hey, I've put, I have put us on pause right now because I know yep. that things are. That what, that's what needs to be done. That's what needs to be done right now for you. And I, I want you to take a couple of days and just think about where your business is at. And let's chat because I've got some ideas for you and I want to help. Um, and I came at it from that angle for all of my clients, not necessarily putting their um, their campaign on hold because it may not have made sense for them specifically. But for these couple of clients, it did. Um, and So you so press pause. You press and you, pause, you have exactly. It. And you just take stock mm. and you go, look, let's have that human conversation and see where you're actually at. For me to keep pushing my agenda, um, well, it's just wrong. It's just not the time to do that, you know. Uh, and yes, I have staff, and yes, I have my own company to look after and my own agency. But at the end of the day, your clients need to be there at the other side as well. So you need to take care of yep. them. And so for me, it was I put my clients even before I put the agency 150 percent, um, and, and I Amazing. just stopped, had those conversations, and just said, okay, well, you know, what do you need? And also, 
here are three ideas of what I think you could do. And some took, took those ideas on board and others were in too much of a state of shock that just couldn't really process the need to pivot. Um, and then they did mm. two or three weeks later when they kind of processed and understood things. Um, so, you know, those skills. I guess everyone was everyone, in shock. Me included, but I think, you know, it's, it's actually surprising. So, yes, I may not have been so calm, but what, what was interesting was that, that strategic mind kicked in at complete overdrive and it was such a nice surprise for me. So I was like, whoa, what's, who is this person? <laughs> Where did you come from? Um, you know, I'm not saying I wasn't strategic before, but it was just on overdrive and, and it was amazing to kind of just get in that mindset and just get down into the, the depths of, of the client's business and understand where it's at and help them um, to communicate, to to re-strategize and to, to move forward, Yep. you know, and that was, um, and th I think those skills are, are pretty critical in a crisis. Um, I think, yeah, look, coming back to not just personally having those skills, but I think just, just, just overall being honest and being transparent, um, you know, I was keeping my team also aware of what's going on and keeping them calm and, you know, telling them what my agenda for them is, you know, um, which was yes. to keep their jobs, whatever that looked like. That's what I wanted to do. Yes. You know, I, that, that's what, that, that was a priority for me. That was a goal. I'm calm too, you know. I mean, the scariest thing is to face this idea of being made redundant. And I, I can tell you across media, it, across agencies, it was just waves and waves and they continue today, waves of redundancies. And that's just True. terrifying to go through. And I don't think you can really do a great job or be at your best if you're, if you don't know what's going on. So I think just being transparent and being honest is just, it's, these are values that I really um, align with and adhere to. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. No, that is so important during the crisis. I mean, it can never no. be understated in terms of the importance of, of the open and clear and just transparent communication. I mean, it's all, it's all nice and well to communicate when you have good news, but when the news is uncertain and not so good, that is when your communication skills they really need really to shine. really do. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And look, you have to understand that you, you won't necessarily get it right all the time, you know? we're human we make mistakes and same goes for marketing teams same goes for brands they don't always get it quite yep. right but it's more how you respond to that too don't put your head in the sand you know um and think oh well, yes. this is just it's just a bit of noise it will go away no you have to address it you have to you have to com continue communicating and and there is a lot to be said about um you know taking feedback on board we've taken it on board and we've changed things you know we have People love that and you've had well, to. You've had exactly. to. People love that response. It, they love to be heard. Um, you know, they, they need to be listened to. And I think that that's so important during a time of crisis of what are people telling you? And we've got so many listening tools now and so many ways to communicate. You've got yes. to take advantage of that. You know, you, you've got to just be able to um, pick up on that sentiment and run with it and, and work with that and be really agile. Um, and this is where some of the brands that we've worked with too have been 
just just yeah. yeah yeah i wanted to ask you about that in terms of you know from from facing a crisis and now we're we're yeah. several weeks in and turning things around have have some clients continued mm -hmm. i mean how far how long was that time between stop pivot uh re-strategize and get things moving again what ha, has anyone got anything moving again or what kind of Absolutely. time period is that so like i mentioned you know the shock uh, and the immediate stop and hold and blah, 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 that happened, that literally happened over a week or two at the very beginning. Um, yep. And then there was just this calmness. All of a sudden, okay, what, you know, what's going, what, what's what just happened to, what is going on? You know, everyone's like, what has happened yes. to our world? Um, and so it's it sort of in that time frame that you go into that overdrive of, okay, I know what I'm dealing with right now. I know what I'm looking at, you know, and I think this is where the government was really good, actually. I have to say I've been quite impressed with how they've handled their PR um, and just the way they've communicated regularly, you know, and, again, they, they may have not got some things right, some things have been done right. You know, there's no rule book to an epidemic yeah, yeah. We'll talk yeah. about cruise ships yeah, shortly. It. We'll right. talk about exactly. cruise ships shortly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I think that there's that period where you kind of settle into a new crazy groove, and you go, okay, I know where I'm at. I know what I'm dealing with. Okay, for the next three to six months, I think this is what it's going to look like. So, what do we do from here? And this is where that creativity and that agility really comes into it. So. That's when we sat down yep. with our clients and, you know, this may, wouldn't have happened on the same day, but different days and just really understanding where they're at and saying, okay. So, for example, um, we work with an, an incredible single malt whiskey brand from the States. Um, Ooh. Yes. <laughs> and, nice. You know, we went into this idea of, well, people, people are really enjoying just having – a drink at home, they're making food, etc. Why don't we? And the brand's called Westwood. So we made it a West, Westwood Whiskey Wednesdays. And we started, and we, <laughs> so we started this whole trend, and we got a lot of influencers involved, uh, and we sent them bottles, and they could create the content that they wanted to. And we just started those hashtags and started that content for them to repurpose on their own channels. Um, and that was tasteful because it was fun. You know, it was not, you know, it, there's a fine line between, op and I'll get into that, but there's a fine line between opportunistic and yep. doing something that's still tasteful in a crisis. And that is the real, that is yes. in itself, um, just to be able to understand the sentiment and not take the wrong step forward because that's easy to do as well. No, of course. Um, the thing is, no, I mean, I'm glad we're talk, starting to talk about what some companies and brands mm -hmm. are doing because, you know, we've seen some good PR during this yeah. crisis that's come through and we've seen yeah. terrible PR, you know, especially from those uh, the cruise ships who may not have handled the situation yes. as, as best they could. And um, so, no, uh, it's it's great. I mean, I, I mean, I guess getting those influencers involved and getting brands, you know, it's a fine line between mm -hmm. taking advantage mm -hmm. of this crisis mm -hmm. and people in lockdown and also promoting a brand in a way that doesn't yeah, take people off. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think during a crisis, one of the things that for me, the number one rule is don't be tone deaf. 
what 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 you had planned and what was working for you then is probably not going to work for you now. So stop doing that. Um, well, that's really well, hard to do. Yeah, right. Um, and, and I think you just have to understand that it's okay to park those things. It doesn't mean that all that work that's gone into a campaign or a, can't be used somewhere down, you know, you will but you need to just not be tone deaf. You cannot, you cannot ignore what's going on and just put your head in the sand. And especially during COVID, you, you couldn't. I mean, it was everywhere. It was, you'd be crazy to, to try and ignore it. And especially, and especially you couldn't really use you some couldn't. words. I mean, I know Google and, and YouTube have been blocking and social media has been blocking yeah. the use of some words because it's been associated with spreading exactly. false information. So you, you, you had to really quickly know what, what you can and can't say and, uh, yeah, what kind of keywords you can use. So I guess it's, it's, it's just reading the market and reading exactly what was and going again, on it comes back to that being human you know that 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 understanding of okay having that sensitivity of if i say this what kind of reaction am i likely to get you know what how is that going to how is that going to to fare with my audience and understanding them you know if your audience is a certain type Maybe they've lost their jobs. You know, they don't care about your your product. They don't. It's not. You know, they're at the no, no, no. They're at the they're, they're at the bottom they of Maslow's really hierarchy are. of needs. And so just and and so it comes back to the absolute golden golden rule of actually understanding your audience and your audience behaviour, which I think so many marketers forget. I don't know how, but so many marketers do. Yeah, it's it's incredible how many <laughs> they clients do. you have coming, new clients who come to us, and I'll say, so who are you targeting? Who's your target audience? And I'm just, they're just, everybody. Everybody, everybody can buy our product mm. slash service slash, yes, yes everybody. Yes, can, but that's Anyone what can. they want. <laughs> so, so, so it's about <laughs> knowing them and really understanding where they're at. And then you can start where they spend where time. Where they spend time. What their behaviours are. What are their likely behaviours during this time? I mean, you know, are they, are they shift workers? Are they health workers? Are they, who are they? So, so how can you speak to them yeah. right now? You know, and that, and that's got to come into it. Um, and and it comes back to that that second rule of just don't be op opportunistic ever. You know, it's just not in a not not. I mean, yes, yes. you have to be opportunistic in general. Uh, in you know, in in a normal world, but but not but not, not related not to a pandemic. At all, not at all. Um, and so we saw some brands like Louis Vuitton, for example, you know, going, taking their perfume manufacturing facility and turning that into a hand sanitizer. I mean, brilliant stuff, you know, we're, oh, some there's amazing, been some amazing brands amazing. have really and, done and some great stuff. That's just clever. That is smart. It's not opportunistic. It is just smart, yes. you know, um, and their marketing that came off the back of that was, was just organic. I don't, they didn't really push their message. They, they. That was part of their value system. And so I feel like brands who stick to their values during this time as well do a really Amazing. great yep. job. And I know that's knowing what, and you, knowing value what you value. And knowing what you value. For me, that guided, our values guided me as well during this time. I didn't have a guidebook of how to run the agency during this time. But what was loud, no, but what was I don't think anyone loud did. and clear was, was honesty, transparency. Those things were 
you know, those things are part of our value system at the agency. So, you know, so, so I think the, the brands that, that work through um, and, you know, a lot of times we just say, oh, what's values? Just mumbo jumbo. It doesn't. No, values are everything. Absolutely everything has been proven to me massively. So I think operating through your values during a time of crisis is, is critical. And if all of a sudden the values don't feel right, it just means that you were never aligned to those values and you need to relook at that when the right time comes. But pay attention to those things. How did you behave? Because those are the real values. Those yes. are the true values of the brand. So actions, oh, actions always, and they always shine through. Words. Um, yep. Absolutely. An oldie but a goodie. Uh, and I think, you know, brands having that um, calm and honest, as we were, t as we were saying before, calm and honest communications, um, yeah, I, I think that that's, that's critical in a crisis and, and measuring that consumer sentiment um, towards your brand and kind of pivoting your comms to that, um, you know, and, and, and when it starts to head back into that normal quote-unquote time, your communications change. So we, we you know, we, we kind of have to um, just really weigh things up on a weekly basis. That's what we're doing at the moment, you know, what... Well, Sharon, the thing is, it looks like the dust is starting to settle. I mean, certainly in Australia, it looks like the dust is starting to settle. You know, we're coming into May and, um, you know, we've had this crisis, we've had this lockdown now for several weeks and, you know, restrictions are starting to ease and it looks like we may be coming to a new kind of normal. I mean, is it time mm -hmm. that... Uh, businesses mm -hmm. who can get through this really look into PR and really look, invest it's been in a PR. Really, we've done, there's been one client who's been a really interesting case study for us um, and I think this will speak to the, the point here. So we work with a lot of authors and thought leaders and speakers or brands who want to build their thought leadership. So we've been working with a property buying expert who launched a book that was really publishing, global publisher, on April 1. So that's when his book came. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, April Fool's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them and Malcolm yes, Turnbull, right. I think. So, um, so, and we'd already started on their campaign and I just said to, his name is Lloyd Edge, he's a wonderful guy, and I said to Lloyd, I said, Lloyd, it's, it's just not time to promote your book right now. But what I suggest that we do is I know you've got a long-term goal of becoming the go-to person for property buying. What you need to do right now is forget about your book for the minute. Just forget about your book. You need to be True. that helpful expert in property right now. And you need to be everywhere. And, um, and so our strategy completely changed. And what we did was we had him write handwritten letters. Who does that? But handwritten letters. That's right. Does that still exist? in our world now. Um, <laughs> and we got him to write handwritten letters with his book and send it to all of the key property writers just to say, hey, hi, how are you doing? You know, um, right. Great and idea. So that went to them. And Give, Give them, them something, something to read, read during the crisis. Say, hey, look, great. I've got a new book. Wonderful. However, what I want to connect with you about is anything you need for your stories, right? I know you're under the pump. Anything you need that's going to help round out your story with 
expert comments, I'm there for you. So basically, he if you Google his name, he's been featured over the last month or so in just about all of the top tier media um, that's written about property at this time and what's happening. He was there. So anytime there was a new announcement, a restriction, you know, the um, open houses, you couldn't do that anymore. So we went out straight to media and said, hey, here's Lloyd. He's got his three points of what's going to happen. How we got him into every single one of these um, top publications talking about what to do in these times. He was helpful and that's what you need to add value and that is a good lesson for any brand. And so now... True. Not, not even just in a crisis, just in general. People love that. And so, um, and so and for him, part of the strategy was to create those long-term relationships that he will just be that go-to person. Now, if you look at news.com.au and Google Lloyd Edge, you will see a story that ran yesterday. And guess what? It was all about him and his book. It was a beautiful, full-profile feature um, about him and his book and what he's done. And he's got an incredible story. And so what the point of my story is that it was time to be helpful, but now, and this is what we've been saying to him as well, we can start refocus. Things are starting to calm down. We can go back. We can go as back. As we open up, start, yeah. We can start your program in earnest that we had in mind in the first place when you came on board. And media will be a lot more responsive because people also want to read something else. However, you still sensitive and have that COVID lens. So when we're pitching in, it wouldn't be just a normal pitch. Hey, this is a teacher who went from earning, you know, $60,000 a year to now having a property portfolio of 16 properties and, you know, which would be the usual, would be the usual, kind of, <laughs> um, you know, pitch. But this time, this time we were like, no. Yes. Absolutely. You've got to look at the lens and where are you, what do you, you know, what's your environment now? Yes. Reading, reading the, the tone, tone of the situation, right? understanding. Still, so, yep. so he's coming at it now from a, the pitch that we're going for is it's about what happens now in recovery. You know, what should you? Well, this is the thing. People are now starting to search for what is going to happen to property. Exactly. Is property going to go down? Is it going to go up? What are these new restrictions put in? You know, now that people are starting to look forward, exactly. they're going to be looking for content. Precisely. To, to answer so these questions. reading the market and making the decisions at the right times. And so now there's, you know, now there's a way back, but you still have to be relevant. So you can't, again, don't be tone deaf. Use the hooks in the right way. Yeah. So, yeah, if you've got something to say about recovery in your sector, in your area, that, that's a platform for your own message. It is. And that's yeah. fine. That's not opportunity smart so i think again those other points that i made before still come into it but yes the dust has settled a little bit and i think we can it, it's not normal by any stretch you know I, i'm not saying hey go out and do a full-blown campaign you still need to be really really smart about how you're doing it but i think that thing <laughs> sure, we'll cancel the book well, tour that's it. it's all about virtual <laughs> book tours now yeah, yeah. So, it has, you know, yeah. so I think it's just about it um, being, you know, clever and, and reading the market and then finding those right times and using the right hooks. Um, but 
we're certainly we're certainly seeing a little bit more of a shift, which is lovely to see. When, but no, you know, by no stretch are we um, out of this. We, we, no, we, we don't, don't know how long this is really going to impact us. Understand that um, we ha we have to start planning and preparing and, and moving forward. Maybe not as quickly as we usually do, but but definitely moving forward. Yeah, I think a lot of businesses now are going to uh, add a new line in their SWOT <laughs> analysis under threats, uh, detailing a worldwide global pandemic and yes. economic slowdown is is a new threat that exactly. they need to um, be prepared for. Oh, my goodness. Fun, fun times ahead. But like you said, we need to stay focused on the positives. We need to, you know, things will open up. Things mm -hmm. will get back to some kind of normal and, um, yeah, we just have to read the market, read what's happening in the community and pivot and make changes and, and test messaging, test messaging. And like you said, sometimes we'll get it wrong, Absolutely. but sometimes we'll get it right. And yeah, you just, and you've got to just that, keep moving forward. This will be a real time to reflect too. It's a real wake up call. It's a time to reflect on how yes. you've handled the situation. What were your strengths? What were your weaknesses? Same for your same for your brand, same for your company True. and the people around you, because it's really flushed all of that out. It's really interesting to see, and I think that if you can take that as a learning, and um, you know, take advantage of those things and work on those things, you'll come out stronger than ever before. Because if you make it through yeah. this and make it through it, you know, well, you can face it. Everything else is going to seem laughable now. Honestly, honestly. Yeah, I think so. I think I think you may be right. Wow, oh, your insights today have been phenomenal. Um, thank you so much for coming on this marketing life and talking about PR in a crisis and everything that you and your business are going through. It's been uh, the insights My, have been uh, fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, if mm -hmm. somebody wants to get in touch with you, uh, what's the best way to yep, contact so you? Where can they is, find uh, you? Agent99pr.com and uh, certainly mm -hmm. you can drop me an email at any time, Sharon at agent99pr.com. Uh, and certainly all of the details are on our website uh, and our socials. Great, great. Well, thanks again. Uh, stay safe, <laughs> stay sane. And, um, and uh, I'm sure we will talk again. Thanks so much, Sharon. So thanks for listening. If you like the show, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. Also, please visit thismarketinglife.com to view the show notes and subscribe to future episodes. I would love your feedback. If you have any burning questions on marketing management, you can ask on the website, through Twitter, on the Facebook page, or just email me at hi at thismarketinglife.com. I'm Fiona McEachran. Until next time, keep marketing.